Good morning, good night, and good day to everyone listening. I'm Tyce Thompson, here with your daily sports update. We'll start off our show with some headlines. First, from the NFL, we have the Steelers switching quarterbacks again. So, the Steelers are having a quarterback battle, which you could kind of say, and they just took out Duck Hodges, uh, which is also Devlin Hodges, but he's a really good duck uh, hunter, so they call him Duck Hodges, and they put Mason Rudolph in. Earlier in the season, Mason Rudolph got in a brutal fight with Miles Garrett. And then after that game, Hodges started the rest of the way. So they're just switching over, and I think this is for the best. I honestly think Mason Rudolph is the better quarterback. I did see some of him while he was at Oklahoma State and some while he was at Pittsburgh Steelers. So I do think Mason Rudolph is the better quarterback there. In college basketball, we have James Wiseman to the NBA. He was suspended earlier in the season for, like, taking money from Memphis, and that's something that can't be done in college. He's only played three games, and he was supposed to be back in January. He's also a very high prospect in the NBA draft. So, James Wiseman, high draft pick, going to the NBA, going to be a lottery pick most likely. So now we'll go over to our bowl reviews, which is college football, and we finished all of our bowl previews, and the bowls are just now starting. So this was on Saturday, and it was UAB versus Appalachian State. This was December 21st, that Saturday, and it was the New Orleans Bowl. So, I'll give you a game recap. UAB started off fast with two early touchdowns in the first quarter. But in the second quarter, it was all Appalachian State, scoring a touchdown and a field goal to make the score 14-10 to 10 in UAB's favor at halftime. After halftime, Appalachian State continued their momentum, scoring three touchdowns in the third quarter, while UAB only scored a field goal. But in the fourth quarter, both defenses stood tall and allowed zero points. So the final score was 31-17 to 17 in Appalachian State's favor. So you can see how a game can quickly turn on you. And Appalachian State was led in the game by their running back, Darrington Evans, who had 19 carries for 157 yards and one touchdown. 157 yards is really, really, really good. If you get past 150 yards nowadays, which back then, like back in like 1980, that was 150 yards, that's easy. But now, as college football and NFL has become a more passing league, 150 yards plus is very rare. So that was a really great uh, feat by Darrington Evans. And UAB did have a good leader on their team, and Tyler Johnson's third or second, something like that. He's third or second, Tyler Johnston. And he had 298 yards and two touchdowns and a pick in an interception in the game. So, that's UAB versus Appalachian State. And we'll go to a very high-scoring affair in the Frisco Bowl on 
Friday, which would have been December 20th. The first quarter was wild as as we immediately knew it would be a shootout. Kent State got off to two touchdowns, which it's Kent State versus Utah State, if I forgot to mention that. Kent State got off to a two-touchdown lead and a field goal, and Utah State got one touchdown and a field goal. So it's already 17 to 10, and we, we're all like 17-10. All right, this might go bad, but we never know. But in the second quarter, Utah State scored another touchdown while Kent State hit two field goals. So at halftime, the score was 23-17 to in Kent State's favor. In the third quarter, Utah State came back and scored a touchdown and a field goal, which is 10 points, while Kent State hit a field goal, and that's worth three. So 10-3 to in that quarter. So Utah State would now be leading 27 to 26 and it was another wild quarter when Kent State came storming back and got 24 points and off three touchdowns and a field goal while Utah State only had got two touchdowns and the game ended 51 to 41. Whew. Can you imagine the stats? I guess they didn't play no defense on in the Frisco Bowl. It was pretty Frisco and going Frisco-y. So, anyways, Kent State was led by their running back, Dustin Crum, who had 147 yards and a touchdown off 23 carries, another really high yardage for the running backs, which is really good for college football and how I would like college football to be with more running the ball because you can't live off the passing game. Eventually, they'll figure out that you ain't going to run the ball and they'll put 11 people in the out in the field and nobody like covering in the line. So like basically, you almost eliminate offensive linemen and defensive linemen if you're just going to pass every play. So I, I really like, I'd really like if they ran the ball more. But anyways, Utah State, on the other hand, was led by their high prospect for the NFL draft quarterback, Jordan Love, who had 317 yards and three touchdowns with only one interception on the day. So anyways, getting to the game of the night slash afternoon slash day. It's in the NFL with Cowboys and the Eagles. Both teams have really been struggling. They're both at 7-7. Seven and seven. And let me just tell you one thing. The owner for the Cowboys, Jerry Jones, he ain't happy. No, 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 no. He, he thinks that they should be killing everybody. But reality, you can't really kill everybody in the NFL. There's going to be a couple of games that are losing and going to be close. But they shouldn't be 7-7, seven and seven, honestly. Anyways, the winner gets a huge advantage to get to the division championship and also a playoff berth. Not, they're not playing in a division championship. They just get a division championship. That's college football where you play for a division championship or division champion, uh, conference championship. So they're just division championship. That's how they do it in the NFL. Then they go to their little playoff. So the Cowboys and the Eagles – both have not been very good this year. As mentioned, they went 7-7. Seven and seven. And Vegas favors the Cowboys by 2.5. And, and ESPN thinks the Cowboys will win 55% of the time. 
I project the Cowboys to win 24-7. to And also a little side note, the Eagles are missing a lot of their key players, and it might affect how they how they play in this game. Maybe more running the ball since they're missing their top three receivers. I mean, they only have Zach Ertz left pretty much. I mean, in one game on Monday Night Football against the Giants last week, they thought about putting their backup quarterback in if another receiver got hurt. So that would have been really, really funny if a quarterback got in there and played receiver. Now, how hilarious would that have been? Everybody would have been laughing so hard if he would have dropped the ball. Feel bad for the poor guy if he would have done it. But anyways, so everybody, hope y'all have a good day. And thank you for listening to TNT's podcast. And see you next time.